Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. At once blistering and poetic, the ravages of colonialism cast a dark shadow over the South American landscape in Embrace of the Serpent. Embrace of the Serpent, the third feature by Ciro Guerra. Film in stunning black and white serpent centers on Karamakate, an Amazonian shaman and the last survivor of a people, and two scientists who over the course of 40 years build a friendship with him. The film is inspired by the real-life journals of two explorers, Theodore Koch Grunberg and Richard Evans Schulte, who traveled through the Colombian Amazon during the last century in search of the sacred and difficult-to-find psychedelic drug plant. Well, welcome, uh, Cyril Guerrero and, and Brion Davis. Thank you so much for being on Film School. Welcome. Tell me, uh, Cyril, a little bit about the origins of the story behind Embrace of the Serpent. Yes, this film is a... I, I wanted to make a film in the Amazon for a long time. It's a lifelong dream of mine. Um, the Amazon is, is half of my country, but uh, it's, a, it's a region that is, for us Colombians, it's still mysterious and unknown. So I wanted to take this journey into the unknown and invite the viewer into it. Uh, I was... Uh, I, my starting point, my entry gate were the journals of, the, of these two explorers who were the first to go around the Colombian Amazon in the early 20th century when it was still an unexplored, a completely unexplored area. And, I, and upon reading these journals, I, I, I just found out that they, this was a fascinating story, you know, a, a great story that remained to be told. But I, I, in order to put it, I, I felt that it needed to be given a, a, a twist you know, a, mm-hmm. a new angle into the story, which was to tell it from the point of view of the Amazonian peoples, uh, which is the, 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 the side of the story that has never been told. Yeah, it is a fascinating story, and I, I think, uh, as I mentioned in the uh, introduction, um, one of the major subtexts of the film The Embrace of the Serpent is the the ravages, the the shadow cast by colonialism, and the impact it it has has had and continues to this day to have on the people of that region. Um, obviously, having the way that you are able to introduce all of this this subtext to it is through the uh, the shaman. Um, is the, is the shaman um, was that your intent was to to, to sort of bring the whole. The sort of the backstory of history, really, through through the uh, through the shaman. Yes, uh, what, what was interesting to me the most was the not, this traditional knowledge that was being lost during what was really a holocaust. You know, the uh, the, the robber exploitation in the Amazon uh, what, what is, in a way, our, our own holocaust. But I didn't want to make a film about that. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. the important part of the film for me is the knowledge and the discovery and the dialogue between these clashing cultures, you know, coming from different, from very different worlds, which is, and, you know, and and how this knowledge was shared with the world uh, in, in this very difficult moment. 
Yeah, and I think a better way to ask that question or to frame that question is that it's not often that um, audiences are exposed or given the opportunity to see a story through the eyes of an indigenous person like uh, Kara Makate. It's not often that we have a chance to see that. And in, in I, I thought that he, the one of the great things about this character is he, he is a fully formed and uh, the really the the uh, protagonist in this film the the center the most dynamic aspect of the film is through his reaction to the to uh the, the circumstances he finds himself in and uh it's so it is uh it's refreshing it's it's very interesting to see it from his perspective the world through his perspective um and for that i i think that's that's one of the that is one of the strengths of embrace of the serpent um, did that was that something? Did you decide very early on that that's how you wanted to frame this story is through through his eyes? Um, yes, it was something. It wasn't so early on. The very first visions versions of the script were uh, a bit more centered on the on the characters of Theo and Evan. But uh, I decided to give them all, you know, a, a very equal part in the in in the story. And but you know, the what 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 I hope is to take the audience on a journey. Yeah. And uh, and in this journey, they they should be able to see the world from from another point of view, you know, to, to see the world through a, through another set of eyes. And that's what karamakate means, you know. It's just uh, there are many ways to be human. There are many ways to be in the world. And this film just puts you in a place where you can see the world from another perspective, and a perspective from which everything looks. Tremendously different. Yes, it does. I want to talk a little bit now with uh, Brian Davis. Uh, he plays the part of Richard Evans Schulte, and uh, he is the sort of the second half of these these explorers, who uh, who's through whose journal we're able to see uh, a bunch of the story. Tell me a little bit about your approach to the role of of, of Schultes in this uh, film, Brian. Um, well, you know, with any role I, I, I take on. Um, and this one in particular, because it was based on on a person that actually lived um, and was an incredibly respectable human being. Um, I, I did I do extensive amounts of research um, in, in creating a, a character. I, I begin at the beginning of their life. I write a bio from the first person point of view and um, just discover the likenesses and the differences between myself and the other person, and then just begin to merge those two people together, um, and ultimately the goal is to find the humanity, and uh, inside all of us is everyone. So um, once I do find the humanity and, and, and what drives a person, what their their motivation is, um, that, that, that will uh, tell a lot and form a lot. Um, I had, so I'd done a lot of research and intellectual work prior to going down there, but I had no idea what to expect with the Amazon. That's not something that you can even wrap your head around. And I knew that. So um, I didn't even try to imagine. And then when I got there, you know, luckily I, I had two weeks prior to shooting where I could um, submerge myself in, into the, in, 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 and witness the people from a fresh eye and, and uh, spend time with them. And, um, and then the work began on the languages. So I, I, I did a lot of uh, writing uh, out the, the, the lines in Watoto, uh, it would take me three hours to learn one phrase. So I would spend hours and hours a day just going over and over and over it again so that I would think uh, I could do my uh, objective and my intention in English 
and understand that, uh, and then the words would just come out of my mouth. It would just had to become a part of my body. Um, yeah. And then trusting Zero, and you know, he gave me a very safe place to to live in, and uh, I trusted the production. They were phenomenal human beings, um, incredibly passionate, incredibly driven, and I knew right away that I was in safe hands with all of these people. And then I just let go and uh, uh, just observed uh, and reacted. Yeah, there's a there's a tremendous physicality to the the role, everyone's role in this, and the, the location. There's so much about this. It must have been a very physically demanding shoot. It, it sure it looked to be. Um, what was what were what kind of adjustments were did that entail for you as a as an actor on on uh, Embrace of the Serpent? I don't, you know, I'm a very patient person, <laughs> um, and and I, I think the acknowledgement of, of the, I didn't really have to make any obju- adjustments. I just had to let go of trying to control every anything, anything. You know, I just had to 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 go and 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 do everything that I could control, which is memorizing my lines, which is coming up with options to to present to zero, to listen to zero, um, to listen to the Amazon, to listen to the uh, and to be open to the experience and go with the flow. Essentially, that's just what you have to do. Um, and I think that's the obligation, the responsibility of any actor. We're speaking with Ciro Guerra. The, the film is called Embrace of the Serpent. It is the official entry of the uh, country of Colombia as for the best foreign language film for consideration for an Academy Award. Also, uh, as an award winner at the 2015 Cannes Film Festival, Director's Fortnite winner, and a number of other um, awards on the uh, International Film Festival circuit. Shooting in in this Amazonian jungle must have presented some remarkable technical challenges. And um, I know that at one point you were fairly disheartened by what was what was ahead of you. Tell me a little bit about that that story on once you realized just how involved this production was going to be. Yeah, well, you know, I start, uh, before the process of, my, of shooting, I just went in and, you know, I, I was blinded by, by the, the, the necessity to tell this story and to make this movie, you know. But once we started shooting, I realized, you know, my God, this is going to be even more difficult than I envisioned, you know. Uh, every shot, every camera angle, every scene, every... Yeah. Dialogue was just so demanding, you know, that I thought, you know, this is this needs to be perfect in order for the film to be just be finished, you know. And usually, uh, a shooting is never perfect, you know. Yeah, well, well, what you 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 must have had a remarkable crew as well as um, obviously your own efforts, but um, everyone looks like they pulled together beautifully. It's shot in black and white. It it is a it's an absolutely gorgeous film to look at, and the locations are amazing. Um, all that pre did you do a tremendous amount of pre-production, uh, getting ready for the for the film? Yeah, it was the only way in which it could work. We we spent a, a, quite a few time, a few a lot of time looking for the right location, because it's not difficult to find a jungle that is so clear and pure, uh, and that hasn't been touched by you know farming and agriculture and a cattle and commerce, you know, it's difficult to find a jungle that is in the in this pure state. But when 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 we found it and we 
managed to get the, the support and help of the indigenous communities, we we just went for it. We because yeah, this is a, this is the kind of thing that you that chooses you. You you cannot say this is the film. It wasn't so much as a film I had I wanted to make. So much more as a film that we needed to make. That right. we needed it needed to be made. And for that, we were lucky that we were able to find a crew that gave, you know, way more than what just you just expect of professionals. You know, they they went way beyond that, and they just put themselves to, up to it with such a level of commitment and passion that, uh, yeah, it's, it goes way beyond. They just really believed in, in, in the film, and for that, they went a, a, a very long extra distance. It, it it shows, and I want to. Um, one of the things about um, Embrace of the Serpent is that it does shine a light on the uh, the slaughter of indigenous people in that part of the world that went uh, went basically unnoticed for many many years, decades, and um, it does begin to give us a context to understand what happened. Uh, and um, so for uh, there's another reason why this film is so powerful is that we don't often get that opportunity and and to your credit you and your screenwriter colleague is it Jacques Tolamonte Tolamonde Jacques Tolamond Tolamond okay uh, Jacques Tolamond did you did a, a a way of writing the story in a way that gives us a very personal perspective but at the same time we also have a a more clear understanding of just the kind of um, uh, slaughter, the 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 genocide that was uh, was a part of this, the backstory on on what was going on, um, and uh, so for that, thank you. I want also want to point out your director of photography, um, David Gallego, did a terrific job with this, and the production design, it, Angelica. It's a beautiful film to look at, and uh, and again a story through the eyes of of a uh, of people that we don't generally get an opportunity to see at the center of a film like this. Such a such a big production in some ways. Now, just I want to go back, uh, Rayon uh, Davis. I want to ask you a little bit about sort of the the. There's a obviously you're playing the second explorer um, in in this film. Did you have much of an opportunity to to uh, interact with? Uh, uh, is it Jean Bijouvet? Jean Bijouvet. So, did you have much of an opportunity to interact with Jan on 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 his role as, as sort of? Did you play off of one another in some in some way? Um, no, we became great friends. Uh, he's such a light and such a positive energy, and and we overlapped. He was, I was there for three weeks um, prior to him leaving. Um, and then he had come, come down prior to me arriving. So we overlapped, and we got to spend a lot of time together. And I, I got to ask him, you know, what his experience was in terms of memorizing, you know, the, the, the indigenous languages. And, you know, I was given the script with the indigenous when I got there. And so I was, you know, I was, um, you know, excited to learn from him how he did it. And I was hoping he was going to give me a, uh, an easy way out. <laughs> but he goes, he, he, he told me that you just have to, over and over and over again, which is what I was doing. But uh, but he, he he's a phenomenal guy, um, as well as everyone yeah. uh, in the cast are incredible human beings. It is, it is a truly wonderful film, um, and um, 
I want to just thank you so much. I know uh, we're probably... You know, I, I want to comment just really quick on, sure. on what you said about the, the, the destruction of the Amazon and the people that, you know, that, that are living there and the, and the testament or the, the film, um, how it portrays that and educates people in terms of that. One, one thing that, that I observed when I was there, and, you know, you have the, the colonization, uh, the Spaniards coming in and then the rubber massacres, and, and then you, there, one thing that I observed while I was there was, was the other, the more modern um, destruction, which is the stores that are that are there are, are lined with food and food that is not sold in the states and not sold across the globe because the food is filled with chemicals and sugar and wrapped in plastic. The people that live there are generally used to building their own bags and weaving their own baskets, and then once it wears out, they throw it on the ground. But they're not taught that you can't throw plastic on the ground. You can't throw plastic bottles into the, the river. They're not taught that you can't feed your baby Coca-Cola, but that's what's on the shelves now, and that's what they're feeding themselves, and it's just another form of, of, um, of uh, slaughter, if you ask me. Anyway, you can phrase that however you like. Yeah, that well, that's really... that's an important part. I, again, and I, I think that's sort of the lesson in the film, that that this, this sense of these people who's whose land isn't their own, whose, uh, whose culture is constantly being uh, eviscerated and or marginalized. Uh, and there is so much that they have learned. One of the things I was struck by watching the film and the imagery uh, was watching these very proud people, very accomplished, who by a very different measure of what's valuable and not valuable it's their connection to the the real world that they live in the reality of the of their environment and how they've been able to adapt over hundreds if not thousands of years and are and how much we have devalued that particular uh, part of their culture and the part of and we've lost so much of it and now as we struggle to try to get beyond this sort of industrialization and with the impacts and the ramifications of all of it those are the kinds of lessons and those are the kinds of things we need to know more about now than ever before. And I was struck by that, to me, is one of the more powerful things about the embrace of the serpent is that, is that we we need that and we have lost it. We have destroyed so much of it. Yes, definitely. I, 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 this uh, traditional knowledge and traditional cultures have been labeled, in the best case, they have been labeled as folklore and superstition for a long time. But actually, the important thing is that this uh, traditional knowledge matters to the modern world. It, it has a lot of answers for many questions that we as a society are asking. And this, uh, and this society that we have looked down for, for, so, for centuries yeah. uh, have something to tell us, and we have something to actually learn from them. It's not about them having to learn from us, but we having to learn from them. I'm struck by the need to heal the planet and how these people possess the ability. They have been healing their 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 property. Their, they've been tending to it for for so long, and they know they know how to do it. And and we need more of that. Well, I, I want to thank uh, both you, uh, uh, Cyril Guerrero, and also Brian Davis for being a part of Film School today. The film is Embrace of the Serpent. Uh, Cyril is the director, writer. Uh, and uh, and Rion is uh, the actor playing Richard Evans Schultes in this film. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being a part of film school. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, you're all invited to come and see the Embrace of the Serpent.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.